0: Hey everyone, thank you for listening to Just Getting Started. This is Juanita Deloach, and today we're going to be talking about a subject um, that I know very well. It's about having just enough, or having a little, um, and then allowing God to take your little and make it more than what you can think. Um let me start off by saying this. No matter what situation you find yourself in, God is very much real. Um even today I had to deal with some things within myself that have been there for a long time, but since now they have been identified, I've got to release and let go. And the best way to release and let go is actually to do that which you didn't do before for me um i was withholding before and so now after i have to release um the only way i can release that is by actually putting that into action and then um i'll have more um i can laugh and joke but it's it's definitely um it's gonna be some work because the ability to unlearn or to undo a habit um it takes dedication because you're going to fall back into doing the same thing um over and over again until you kind of get fed up completely and i'm definitely there i think i shared with you guys about potential and if i haven't i've been going to this class and they've been talking about the process and how it's um how potential is just a possibility if it's unworked and unseen, that there's no real evidence of you having potential, even though you know you have it. And it really stuck with me in the class because I I oftentimes had a fear when I was younger of being really great. It's a crazy fear, right? It's a crazy thing to think to yourself, like, why would you be afraid of that? Um, I was afraid of that because everything I spoke came true. <laughs> And even the bad that I spoke came true. I was um, able to, to figure out that even with the little bit that my mom had in the house that we were in, um, some things I had the ability to learn very quickly, uh, but since I was so young, my potential to say I had that maturity and understanding was disnounced. And so I grew up having a fear of, you know, knowing my potential but not moving in it because of fear. And... Not because it was just a fear, but it was a reality. Like, I didn't see the potential lived out in the people around me when I was younger, yet they had potential. They had knowledge. They had ability to go after what they wanted. But somehow, somewhere, they settled in there enough that they could come come to an understanding that they could get themselves was enough. They didn't really ask God for anything else, and once they could maintain and live off the government and get some things in order to what they understood right it was in their control they were satisfied now when i was young it just didn't seem right and i I just i just didn't fit in um i know we've talked about this but i'm being honest here i remember my mother lived in an alley with these huge houses they were like two-story houses really weird um location at the time but for some reason um the ability for me to understand who and what was coming in and out of the house started to be exposed more. And my potential of speaking up, right, Um, I think I took the opportunity a few times and I was denied and told that I was telling a lie and I was doing this, I was doing that. And it broke me to a place where I almost really lost my voice, which is essential because That's why the podcast exists, and be honest with you, Um, I had a fear of of really believing that I should not speak. I know I was told to speak. I know I know the truth. I knew that I knew something wasn't right. But what do you do when you have people around you that have a false sense of possibility, potential, fake relationship, fake expressions, and you're trying to live your best life or trying to figure out what life is? and you only have just enough right now i see you know a lot of my younger um, and older peers i would say as well um we can get caught up in and even myself i've I've gotten caught up before with chasing things that don't need to be chased what if god has already had something assigned for you that you don't have to work the way that other people have to work for that you don't have to to dig the way that some people have to do. What if you're designed to have it and you're walking around thinking that you've got to work for it when all you got to do is really give your life to God? Now, I'm not saying that's going to be a road without trouble. I'm saying that it's very much possible. If you've been listening to me, you know that I will speak something into existence and I'm not surprised when God fulfills it. I am surprised, though, that if you're challenged like me, that you've had potential and you know you're not moving, and you still don't move. Now that's a problem, because I can relate, but I've gotten fed up within the last uh, 48 hours with myself because I'm supposed to be being still, right? But I'm not supposed to be still doing nothing. I'm supposed to be being still, educating myself or allowing myself to see what God has for me. Sometimes we take too much time off, so I woke up the other day and I was like, wow, I really sleep on myself. Like I sleep too long and thinking that I can't do something and then the opportunity comes and I don't take it. And so I made a post about being exposed for that out of that masterclass because I'm pretty good at um, some things. And you'll be surprised the areas where I don't even allow myself to be seen because of the ability to hold on to the fear that I, I can't produce. I think that's the fear that I hold on to a little bit because I was used to living in lack of. I don't know your story. I don't know what you've been through, but I do know that for me and mine, there was a lack of expression of having something but not having it. Like, you know how when you have something but you make it look good like you have more? That's what I was used to. And so I grew up like that. My little bit, I made it seem like it was a lot, but it was just enough. I didn't have the average amount. I had the mindset, but I didn't have the characteristics to hold on to my mindset. I I lost my mind a lot of times when I was younger. I technically should have been insane of all the trauma and things that I've been through. But I thank God that that's not my story and that now that I'm getting older, mature, I'm being quiet and being still, a lot of things are being exposed that I've held on to. Nobody's told me to hold on to them. I'm responsible for that now. And I've got to get rid of it. Um, if you just take a moment to to hear what I have to say, I appreciate you for for listening to the podcast. And um, you know, I've always told you guys to to listen with expectation because um, sometimes I have to doubt it myself to make these episodes, and it, it's not easy because the content is really. It's really Bible, right and, and I know I'm going to incorporate more Bible scriptures, right more actual knowledge so that you can have a reference on where to read when you're going through something like this. But today I want to talk to you about how how you're just enough can be a lot with God. and it starts with faith. So I kept rehearsing when I was younger there's more than enough right before i joined the army i had hit like a really low moment and i i really didn't see myself making it at all i was really contemplating you know doing some very ridiculous things and just trying to make the ends meet but i was trying to think about it on my own i had completely forgot about god i was completely saved i was somewhat going to church on Sundays. I wasn't going all the time because I had started working on Sundays because I needed the money to pay for my studio. I, um, I spent my extra time in places that I didn't belong. A lot of times I was told, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. You're a church girl. And I was offended because they could see through this outfit that was already (laughs) see-through. And um. I wanted to be in a place where people were. I wanted to be here, be accepted. And remember we talked about not fitting in, and like I told you, that was me. Uh, Oftentimes I fought myself for not sitting back and realizing that I was not supposed to be in that place, but instead I put myself in that place thinking that I would fit in and blend in, but that was never God's intention. Um, The intention was for somebody else that doesn't know me to tell me what are you doing here you know it's like a warning that i shouldn't be there um so with the little bit that i did have i did know that you know you should pay your tithes and offerings you should go to church you should pay your bills you should do all these things i didn't grow up in a house that did that um i think life really taught me that as i got older but if i look over where i came from right the pain that i seen from the lack of... I remember walking, because my mother never known... She never learned how to drive. And we had that little buggy. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's like a little buggy. It has like two or three wheels. You can push your groceries in it. And we used to live at this... Uh, we didn't live far from this place. It's called a saver lot, Basically like an Aldi's, but somewhat with decent quality of food, but very affordable for a lot of low-income families. And... um we got the food we, we dragging this baggie or buggy whatever cart full of food right uh, back to our house and one of the wheels fall off in the alley now it wasn't that we couldn't fix it I think it was more or less it was a lesson that God was teaching me that even in the lack right there can be a surplus of something that that is healthy, right? Food is healthy for you. But um, what happens if you're misabusing that? You're gonna hurt the vehicle that's gonna get you to the next point. So that buggy was helping us get to the next point. We to get back home without it. It made the groceries a lot harder, right? Cause we had to carry every single item or the items that could not roll back, you know, with the uneven bug, um, buggy or whatever. My point is this, that little bit, right? That buggy, that walk, that effort of my mom buying groceries, um, I never seen her not have food. I never seen her not know how to get around on her two feet because she just refused to learn how to drive. I never seen her struggle with conversating about things that she wanted. What I seen her really not do it's the same thing that I started doing in my older years when I got into getting my own place and trying to figure out um, what to do with my life. And, and that was removing the lack. See, my mother, she owned the lack. She she found a way to make poverty, poverty. <laughs> she found up to be, uh, that was her more than enough and, and I, I wasn't satisfied i was able to you know god provided i understood but something just didn't sit right with with what the you the you tools that we used, and in the, in the utensils we had and the things that we did it didn't make sense and so when i got older and i reflected about this story with my mom my like i said i had hit rock bottom right before i joined the army and God allowed me to see something that I had only had just enough. And I was that same essence of my mother. I came from her, but I was not her product. I was—I came from her, but I was not her product. So I knew that my little bit was more than enough with God. I've given my tithes, I've been faithful in church. God has proven that He is God. The biggest thing I think I liked was the understanding that I was capable that I was the tool, that that I, that I didn't need to look any other like place for me to be successful. I kept thinking that I needed to add or make more money or do all these things, but that little bit that I had was all that I needed because the only thing that I was inconsistent with was God. And because of that inconsistent relationship, everything else reflected the inconsistency. I had money and I didn't have money. I prayed I didn't pray I went to church I didn't church um the fluctuation of it I'm not saying that God took his protection off of me no he didn't he allowed me to see some things but it wasn't until I hit the bottom that I realized that the little bit I had I made it still somehow my $200 check paid for half of my rent right gas to get around downtown back to work groceries in my studio, um, even some extra cash to do what I wanted to do. And here I am crying in my bathroom floor because I don't know how I'm going to pay the next month's rent. Not thinking about what God just did for this month's rent and how he made the ends meet. I was going to school, I was paying health care out of pocket, I was doing a lot of things that I didn't give myself credit for. I was so concerned about my future that I forgot about the present and how God had provided with just what I had. See, I hadn't worked what I had. It was working itself because of God's favor and mercy for me. I wasn't working it at all. I knew I had potential, but I was not operating out of it. I didn't do anything with that little bit I had. I kept crying about it. I kept worrying how to figure out what to get more. And I did everything that I needed to, to get to the bottom. And at the bottom, well, I'll tell you that after we take a deep breath. Um, if your story is like mine, then you know that there's always gonna be a bottom, but you know there's gonna be an opposite as well. There's gonna be a top. But there's also a lid sometimes that we have to bust through because we can become satisfied. Like I told you, my mother was satisfied with what she was able to see, like this is the bottom, but she flipped it over and made it her top. But there's a lid there. What if God wants to remove your lid and your potential that you think you have succeeds beyond what you can think that God has for you? There's a scripture in the Bible that says that he knows the plans that he has for you. They are to prosper you. And I'm pretty sure I might have gotten some words um, missed out of there or mixed up, but the purpose is to tell you that there is a Bible. There's a Bible of what I'm saying and there's scriptures that feed you the same essence of what my reality was, there was a place that God literally knew the plan for me. And had I not been still, had I not listened, had I not wanted to know, I wouldn't be here. I would still be trying to do it my way. So as you think about your life and the inconsistency in God's faithfulness, how he kept you, I mean, it just puts fire in my bones. It makes me want to run around a room and just thank God. It makes me want to really look at Everything I've been through, including my pain, including the loss of compassion and love and hurt, even there, he still showed up in the nothing, in that little bit. And so if you take a moment and just think about it, really does, you know, almost bring me back into tears because I was looking for the physical a lot, but spiritual, there was so much that was overflowing. And that's why it's so essential for this podcast to exist and for me to continue to go, even when it's hard, even when I'm tired, um, I have to push forward. I have to remain in God because a little bit right i've told you that i, I usually record in the closet and I usually record in a certain space or an area of my home but right now today we're almost approaching a year of being in this podcast journey and i can honestly say that god has already stamped and labeled this as an international podcast i still haven't even done anything i'm still facing things myself but god is like i just need somebody to be available Right. With whatever little bit that you have. I had a little bit of faith when I started this. Just a little bit. And I've worked it. I've worked it and I've worked it. And every time I make a podcast, it does two things. It brings correction and identification. Where do I correct myself and how do I identify? Like like I told you, even with the failure that just happened maybe a week or so ago about a test, I couldn't view it that way. But a couple years ago, that would have destroyed me. Oh, I I was very hard on myself about my academics, and when it came to passing or failing, oh, I always passed, because I knew that if I failed, I would be stuck, and I didn't want to be. I didn't want stuck. I've been stuck my entire youth with poverty, and it just brought me back to places that I just couldn't, I didn't want to be there anymore, so I, I focused on my academics. Academics was just like a drug for me, but I learned, I just took this class that any accomplishment, it's a false sense of of potential, it's just the reward that you give yourself that says that oh you can do this. But you already knew that. You just needed the opportunity to show up and and take it. I'm not saying that your accomplishments aren't good. I'm saying that if you have things in you that say oh this little bit is not enough, maybe you need to look at your relationship with God a little bit more. Maybe you should consider giving God some time that he's well-deserving of. I know he deserves my time. I know that I may feel that I'm too busy in a day or I'm too tired to pray. I'm too tired to do this. But would you rather be tired and have no quality of knowing what God is doing? Or would you be tired and know that he's there and that he knows you're tired? and that he still can work your purpose, even if you're tired, even if you've not gotten any sleep or or not done what you know is best, right? But he still forgives you. He still sees your potential and he allows things to come to work you into a position where you're able to see your own growth or to bring you back into recognizing where you where you've been and how you used to do this but it's not for you to stay there long right sometimes we want to share about it but that's that's i get it it's a thing or two that we want to we want to embrace but we have to to move forward so i encourage you to do this exercise on your own today to take a deep breath somewhere relax tell yourself okay today is day 18 if you're listening faithfully that um, your mind is clear, that you are focused, and look at what God has allowed the little to be, and and he's made it more. Because you can't do it by yourself. I know for me, as we close, um, I used to dream, and I have a poem, I don't know if I have it still, of a family that we would sit down at the table, we would praise God, we would be genuine believers of faith, that we would be, um, fluent with our time, that we would appreciate each other's time, that we had a good communication system. Um, all in this poem, I remember it was in my junior year. It was the year that I struggled with confirmation. There's a lot of things that I, I just wanted family to work and it wasn't working my junior year (laughs) at all. And, um, I had a creative writing class and I made this poem and, and my teacher was like, you know, um, you should you should do spoken word. I wasn't into it then, but now it's like a, a second language that I love to do. I don't practice it right because guess what? I know the potential, but I'm not exercising it yet. So <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know me, okay? And, and I'm big on doing what I can do, but I'm trying to still do it my own way. And I'm here listening to myself today just as I make this podcast. So I, like I said, I'm not perfect. I know there's some things that are unworked and unseen in my potential, but guess what? If I leave it that way, it's not potential anymore. It's just a desire. I had no, there's no essence that it was here and somebody seen it. So if you are fed up with yourself, like I am, right? For having the fear or trauma of trying again or thinking that you can't make it before you even try, I would encourage you to look back at faith and see how far maybe your little bit of faith, your mustard seed of faith has gotten you and find somebody to water it. I'm married to a wonderful man of God and he's poured into me to do something very uh, different. And I've got to understand that Even though I know and I coach about letting go, there's some things that I need to let go. And so there's some things that I have been putting on hold and kind of thinking and wrestling about. But moving forward after today's podcast, I know that it's a firm fact that if you don't fix you, right? Even if you could be the most successful person, you could be number one speaker in the world. But if you don't fix you, you're gonna be exposed for those things that really, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna come up to a to a place that you you can't sleep because you didn't slept on it for so long. You've ignored it. You've known it. You've owned it. You've made it a thing that you say, okay, this is just me. But that's that's all who you are. Like you you get to put the cap on yourself. You don't get to. I don't know if you remember me talking about the lid, but. Some of us put the lid on ourselves. Sometimes we say, "This is just the way I am." I said it all the time. I didn't know that was a death sentence. I didn't know I was putting a lid on my life to say I couldn't do anymore. I couldn't change. I didn't know that. I thought that's. I thought that was a saying that you you know this is me. This is who I am. No, I'm forever changing. I'm forever growing. I'm forever ongoing learning and unlearning. Somebody somebody came up with this saying. And they allowed us to hear it, right? And we're running with it, thinking that we're doing something and being prideful and boastful. We're being very foolish when we say this statement because with that little bit, without God, it's just going to be a little bit to nothing. It's going to eventually evaporate and we're going to be exhausted. We're going to be angry. We're going to be bitter. We're going to be all these things. And the people that are finding out what it is, right? What it is to relearn, what it is to accept that you want to forever learn and 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 grow. We're gonna be mad, but now I wouldn't say we, but you would be mad because I've accepted that learning is a process and that it's gonna be for the rest of my life. And you will never know everything. There's only one, um, one way you can know everything, and that's through God, right? And he he's the one that knows all, and he can give you a snippet of it. He's not gonna tell you everything. That's not. <laughs> he's God. He knows everything. He created everything. So what I say is this, is that if you're in in some kind of funk, even if it's a financial matter, right, The little bit, God has more than enough. He has more than enough. Currently, I know you you guys, if you've been listening and following us, um, I just got my life insurance license and I became a financial counselor slash... Uh, maybe not a financial counselor, I would say a financial coach where I'm helping people get financially free, but currently I'm in debt. So it's amazing to me that God really flips the coin. And you know how humbling it is to teach from a place that you are still coming out of? Very humbling, it's very humbling. And so that's a lot, right? A lot to help others and get their plan. But it's also just a little bit that I have. God's took the little bit of courage to step out the little bit of honesty that I've just told you, and like I put in the description, uh, I didn't grow up where honesty was accepted. Honesty was told to, it was dismissed because people didn't want to hear the truth. And it's still like that today. I was one of them people. I did not, didn't want you to tell me my truth. I'll figure it out when I figure it out. And that's very ignorant, right? That's very uneducated. It's very con- like contradicting. You want truth, but you don't want somebody to tell you the truth. So I'm not saying that I had it figured out. I'm not saying I got it figured out right now. What I am saying is that I refuse to keep sleeping on myself. I refuse to stop pretending. Like, I, I cannot pretend that I don't know there's potential and greatness. I have to live in that. I have to move in that. I have to be a part of that. Whatever little bit I have, I've got to work that. If you're... Your story's not my story, but that's, that's fine because whatever you do have, God can make it a lie. With your faith, with your conversation, with your action, with your commitment back to yourself saying that, okay, by any means necessary, I'm gonna hold on to God more than I hold on to money. I'm not gonna be satisfied with a stimulus check. I'm gonna be satisfied when God understands that I'm coming back to a place where I can correct myself. I can understand that I'm wrong here. I can go back and forgive. Now, a stimulus check can't give you that. God can. He can give you the heart. He can give you the sense to correct yourself. He can give you the unction, right? The Holy Spirit can come and let you know that, hey, there's some things that I need you to groom. Because we're gonna be imperfect, I'm not saying that. Money is definitely a tool, but what I'm saying is no matter what little bit you have, I've seen God take nothing literally i remember going at the (laughs) pot. i remember having nothing i had no place to live literally homeless just for a season though and then i'm a pretty decent person and most of the people in my life if they listen to this they're like you was homeless i was technically homeless i mean i stayed with a friend that you know overall money began to be a conversation and we had an issue there and i left but in the season of me leaving i had to go back home to my parents house and it was just a lot that happened at that moment. But the biggest thing I would say that happened is that I learned. All right. Well, of course, we're at 30 minutes and that is beyond 20. So I just wanted to get on here and close. I'm not sure where it cut out at, and I'm not going to go back and edit. I just want to let you know, as you already know very true authentic i'm 100% um genuine and this episode it really is really is from the core of me to to release this because i know what it's like to not have nothing i know what it's like to have just a little bit and i'm learning right i just like i told you i'm i'm learning to have just a little bit more but i'm never going to just say i have it all mm Mm-mm. I have it, I have an understanding that if I have God, I already have everything. If he doesn't do anything else, he's done enough. When you come to a place where you can realize that that's really strong, really strong. But you're gonna you're gonna have some storms, you're gonna have some things that you you, not the you that you think you is, but the better you is gonna show up and challenge you to drop some things that you've been holding on to and excuse that chair. Um I'm in the chair today guys, so. But anything else that you guys have questions about or um you wanted to share your little bit and how God has blessed you. Definitely do so. Definitely do so. Instagram or Facebook follow the fan page. Um and then again, there's nothing wrong with you sharing your story, right? The words of our testimonies actually make us united because there's so many of us that struggle and have struggled similar situations and that's why it's important that i always tell you a quote that maybe you seem that it's like oh why she keep saying this right but i'm just gonna say it today not because it's a part of the 20 day uh, 20 minutes a day better you but because it's necessary for you to believe that something good is going to happen and then when it does happen once it happens right it, you want to share because Something's not good happening to everybody, it's happening um, to certain people. And when those certain people share, right, we, we help people that are in darkness, or maybe they're not even darkness, but we help people that are blind to see their own joy or hope or, you know, you don't know the situation that they're going through. So when you share, you really do find an opportunity to uplift and witness to others. And it's not hard, it's very simple. Um, today I was able to witness some, (laughs) something very different, um, downtown here in Texas. And, um, it shocked me because there's no difference between me and them. It's, we just, we're all people, right? And, and, and I just prayed immediately that the Lord is able to come and he doesn't have any, um, time restriction. God is. God is God. And so when you see an act of kindness, right, and you give that out, another one is sparked in someone else. And so that's initially where I'm getting that at. Um, When you love yourself, people are going to recognize that you're loving yourself. They're not going to ask you how you did it. They're going to understand that you love yourself and they're going to have respect for you. Now you're going to be challenged. The biggest thing is that once you love yourself, you find that element, right? Then you can start slowly but surely getting into a space that your purpose is being worked. You can look back and say, wow, it was worth it. I had to have the little bit first before I could have more. I had to have the the nothing to have something. I had to go through everything that I'm in right now to get to the other side. So you guys have a great day.